0: speaking with composer Gordy Hab, who has uh, composed some great memorable scores in film, TV, and uh, video games. Gordy, along with several other composers, tackled the extremely popular Star Wars The Old Republic video game, which was a great stepping stone because that led to Gordy taking the reins on Star Wars Battlefront. Uh, And now the recent follow-up, Star Wars Battlefront 2, Gordy also recently scored uh, Halo Wars 2. Gordy, thanks so much for uh, speaking today. It's great to chat.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. So to start, I would love to kind of know kind of what originally sparked your kind of interest in music, and at what point in your life did you decide to kind of veer into the direction of uh, you know film, TV, and game composing?
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, honestly, I can I can trace that all the way back to the first time I saw ET in the movie theater, and <laughs> uh, you know, I I recall remembering every. Musical moment, but none of the characters' names. And <laughs> I think it was at this moment that I kind of realized, oh, maybe I was, you know, I'm sort of meant to, you know, give it a try at music. And you know, and, and I, was, I think i was always just really interested in how music affected emotion, and uh, particularly with film. And um, you know, so I sort of devoted myself to becoming a composer and learning how to write, but also, you know, learning how to write music specifically for film and and uh, you know, other media, just because. Yeah, I, I loved the way uh, music could have such a high emotional impact on an audience. Uh, so yes, my my start was pretty young. I'd say probably like six, five or six years old is when I first started noticing music in film and, and you know, being intrigued by it.
0: And were there any um, other like influences outside of film and outside of film that kind of musically that kind of you absorbed and kind of helped define your style?
1: Yeah, I mean, my parents are both musical and, you know, they both exposed me to a lot of different types of music. So, you know, as a kid, I was really into, you know, classic rock bands, I huge mean, Led Zeppelin fan, for example, and, you know, was really into Rush. <laughs> and, uh, you know, my, yeah. my mom was really into classical music and, you know, so she exposed me to a lot of classical music. And, you know, so I guess pretty diverse, uh, you know, array of influences musically. Um, you know, I've always just been interested in multiple styles. And, you know, I played guitar, and I played guitar in rock bands, and I also played trombone, and I played, you know, orchestras and big bands and, you know, jazz and classical. And, you know, so I, I sort of got exposed to quite a bit of different types of music. And I, I think all of that sort of shaped, you know, my composing ability, so to speak. Right.
0: Um, so kind of uh, earlier this year, you scored, you know, an awesome game, Halo Wars uh, 2. And, uh, you know, Halo is mostly known as being a first-person shooter, but this is a real-time strategy game, and I've talked to a lot of composers. Um, right. And what are, kind of, what are the challenges with that? Because it's such a non-linear, kind of always-stuff-going-on thing. So what was the kind of approach you took for, for this game?
1: Yeah, you know, I, I scored that game with uh, with two other composers, uh, Brian Trifon and Brian White. Uh, the, the three of us really, you know, sort of put our heads together to figure out a, a system that would work for how to score an RTS, because... it it does present unique challenges because, you know, at any point in the game, you know, you could, you could spawn, you know, a hundred tanks and and that, you know, what what does that sound like? Or it could just be one. And and so we actually sort of designed a musical system that would be adaptive and, uh, you know, both vertically and horizontally um, so that, you know, based on how much sound is going on, it could actually scale music back uh, or, or up depending on the, you know, what's happening in, in any given moment. And then also, you know, scale up, uh, or down based on the level of, um, of action taking place, uh, like in a battle, for example. So if you build a, a base, you know, if you're just building a base and you're kind of getting your, your army sort of in place, I mean, the music is sort of low key, but kind of A little little bit of tension. And, you know, as things develop, you can add more layers, etc. And then, you know, once you're actually into a battle, then it can transition into full battle music, which also has, you know, multiple layers that work vertically to scale up or down the intensity level and, you know, uh, mix itself in a sense with with the sound effects, that type of thing. So everything's pretty cinematic you right. know but nothing's getting in the way of, of each other so it's kind of an interesting system
0: so so the, the game is reading pretty much the the number of the kind of uh, npcs on the screen and it's kind of calculating and based on that it's giving giving the, the command to bring in bring the music up or bring it down
1: yeah exactly and i mean the audio engine in the game is doing the same thing with with sound effects as right. well so wow. uh you know even depending on how you know how far out you pull from like a sort of camera perspective because it's you know you're looking down on the battlefield um in this game and you know depending on how far you pull out, you know, it changes how the distance between you know, from, you know, your perspective and, you know, the battle taking place. So then the audio will change as well and then music would actually become more prominent the further away you are because you keep sort of the mood going. You know, but if you zoom in then it's like all action battle, you know, explosions tanks. You know that kind of thing, and the music will scale back, so that it's more about the sound effects and vice versa. Wow! So okay. it's kind of a yeah, it's like really a real... <laughs> interesting system. It's like real time you know? scoring almost.
0: Um, but yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah. When you but when you're crafting that, is it like a does it is it a long process to kind of fine tune it to get it to work, to kind of understand how the mechanics are working and where it's going to move to and where it's going to come from? I mean, did you have, or is it kind of pretty simple to just like okay, we're just adding more layers here.
1: No, I mean, it, it was pretty complicated. I mean, we had to proof out the, the you know, the system pretty early on. Uh, we did what we call in, in games a vertical slice, which is mm-hmm. just, you know, one segment of the game just, just to sort of test out the waters and see how the system would work. And, you know, so we, we sort of honed it in there, you know, about, I'd say, 10 or 15 minutes worth of gameplay uh to see how that system would work and of course we found things that worked and some things that didn't and sort of shaped it and you know reconfigured things and you know we worked on the game for probably on and off for about a year and a half to 2 years so we had a lot of time to sort of go back and forth and figure this out um so you know it was definitely a a, a long process but you know i think the end result was really cool because it it really does work well yeah uh, sure. the way the audio engine works
0: so absolutely um, so now kind of jumping into the world of Star Wars you, you worked on an awesome game Star Wars Old Republic um, at that time Star Wars fever yeah. w- wasn't as high as it is now what it is today and, uh, <laughs> right. you're working on that project you know with a, a bunch of great other composers and a, an amazing music team kind of um, sure. it did kind of stand alone as its own thing but and, and as we're kind of in this world of you know Star Wars coming back to theaters now, Battlefront's a little bit more aligned with kind of I guess the current vision of Star Wars. But working on the Old Republic, what do you remember as the approach for that and kind of creating this uh you know entry in such a beloved franchise?
1: Yeah, you know actually with with that game uh, because the the game is set uh, many many years before the the Star Wars universe we know from the from the films. So right. our approach was was. To essentially write the music that was the predecessor to what John Williams would have written for the films, you know, we always thought of it as though if, if John Williams was the, you know, the modern sort of 20, 21st century, uh, you know, orchestral music, then we're writing, you know, the the Renaissance period music to that that influenced that. So, you know, the approach was very unique because, you know, certainly a different take on. Sort of that Star Wars sound, you know, more of a, you know, period sound. I, I guess is the best way to put it. Right. Um, so yes, yeah, so that was the approach there. And I mean, because it's a you know, an MMO and it's you know this just vast amount of content, uh, there's equally vast amount of music. I mean, I think all in all for that game, I would say we probably over the course of the, the life of the game so far, we've you know written about a thousand minutes maybe more wow. of music i mean it's, it's pretty vast and <laughs> yeah. you know for for the initial release of the game i think there was like about 400 minutes of orchestral music then we had another composer who was also doing you know cantina band <laughs> music and it's probably an hour worth of that kind of music and so it was, i mean it was really a, a pretty deep uh project and you know Kind of exciting because we we had a chance to put our own stamp on that Star Wars universe sound um, because of the time period it was set in.
0: Right, exactly, and um, so now we fast forward and and uh, Star Wars Battlefront. You know, now you found yourself uh, on one of the most anticipated franchise games, and and so the last one um, didn't. It was the thing that didn't have a campaign. It was kind of more about creating these little right. pods of experiences. So uh, since there was no kind of yeah. like direct storyline that we were following as a player and kind of jumping around, how did you approach the scoring of the first Battlefront game?
1: So for the first Battlefront, I mean, like you said, I mean, there's no single player, mostly multiplayer game, although they had, you know, lots of missions and this type of thing you could play alone as well. But the idea behind the game was uh, to be able to climb inside of the original trilogy and be a character. You know, get to play. You know, get to fly the X-wing you always wanted to fly as a kid, and you know, so it was really all about the original trilogy, and and everything about the game uh, was aiming towards that. I mean, from an aesthetic standpoint, I mean, visually, um, you know, the sound design was you know very much in keeping with uh, with Ben Burtt's sound design, and the music needed to live alongside of the original scores that John had written for Eps four through. Uh, six. So, uh, musically, I approached it very much in a way it was like it had to fit side by side with that music. Uh, so I had to sort of adapt his his language, or right. adopt his language rather, and you know sort of make it my own. Write new and original music because there's certainly you know there's musical needs in the game that you know if we couldn't just use music from the films. It, it just yeah. wouldn't work because primarily because of the way he uses. Light motifs, and you know, there's never a, a you know, ten seconds worth of music before he jumps to a different theme or yeah. changes mood because that's what the film calls for. But in a game, you know, you might be in a battle for fifteen minutes, so we needed to find a way to have fifteen minutes worth of you know full-blown action music, you know, kitchen sink orchestration, right. and uh you know something that didn't jump, didn't call themes from characters that weren't in the scene, for example. So that was sort of my role, uh, was to compose music that could live right alongside of the original scores. In fact, I think the way Dice and EA had described the, the assignment to me was, we need somebody to write the B-side to the original soundtrack albums. <laughs> and so it was literally just that. Yeah, Actually, there were many times where I had to write transitions out of John Williams' music and into my own, and then I'd do, like, a long stretch of just original music, and then I'd write a tr- transition to get back into John Williams' music from the film. So it was a, a lot of back and forth, that kind of thing. So That must have been awesome, though. I mean, you, you probably project.
0: got re- really intimate with the music and kind of researching it and kind of breaking oh, yeah, it down. Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: Yep, totally. I did a lot of homework on that one, and, you know, tons of score study, and, you know, not that I had not done that already before in my <laughs> right. life, because I was already a huge fan of that music, so... You know, it, it came pretty naturally, but, you know, certainly knowing it had to be pretty specific, I, you know, I had to dive in pretty deep with the scores right. of the original films. Right. So,
0: so now with Battlefront 2, we have actually a campaign uh, here with a storyline, and, and of course multiplayer is still here, but so what kind of new challenges did uh, the second one bring musically? Did the approach change at all? I mean, or is it still just kind of finding ways for music to mm-hmm. interact in the gameplay?
1: It did change uh, I mean it changed in quite a few ways, actually, so I mean it still I still had to you know particularly for multiplayer side of the game, um you know that some of the some of the purposes of music were similar to battlefront one and in the sense that we needed long stretches of action music or we needed long stretches of you know sort of mood music to set the tone for a new planet or something like that, um but because we're introducing now a single player campaign into the game. There's a brand new storyline that is, um, you know, now a part of canon, uh, Star Wars canon, and uh, so this gave me an opportunity to compose completely new original themes for brand new characters, and you know, basically craft my own original score for what essentially is is like a film within this game because it's a, you know, it's a storyline and you know characters that have really. You know, huge arcs and you know intertwined with each other, et cetera, et cetera. So you know, I approached it the way John Williams would. You know, sort of every character having a theme, every planet has a theme, et cetera. But then I got to score it like a film. Oh, so it was, um, you know, that was a unique to uh, Battlefront Two, something we didn't have in Battlefront One. Um, so that was really cool, I thought. Um, and, and there is some crossover too between single player and multiplayer because. You can play as, for example, Iden Versio is our main character in single player mode. You can play as Iden Versio in the multiplayer. So, uh-huh. uh, so there was some crossover. So it's kind of cool. So like it's two worlds blending. And uh, but then also because the original first Battlefront was based on the the original trilogy, meaning you know A New Hope right. onward. Um, this uh, Battlefront two it was sort of gloves off i mean it was every era of star wars films was was uh, available so as a reference point and uh, and also like featured in the game so you know the prequel era force awakens rogue one it's all it's all sort of covered in there so and and john's music for all of those different eras of uh star wars films are it's kind of different i mean he approached him differently in the prequels than he did in the original trilogy so it actually gave me sort of an opportunity to to stretch out and take more influence from different areas of this music uh which i thought was kind of cool because i'm actually a huge fan of the music for the the prequels yeah i, think it's I, I actually love
0: work. yeah even though the so. movies have gotten their <laughs> yeah. hit hit critics <laughs> i think the music i mean like exactly. across the stars and like i mean duel of the fates is just like oh my god it's yeah. like really incredible
1: yeah. um Totally. Yeah. yeah. Some of my favorite stuff he's written. Right.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, when you first started all this and I mean, how daunting was it to step, like, kind of step in the shadows of John Williams? But I mean, then you still had yeah, you wanted to create something that <laughs> yeah. was your own and that kind of was coming from you. But you have you're, you're dealing with the most iconic score, I think, of all of film history. I mean, what kind of weight did yeah. that
1: come with? <laughs> Uh, it comes with a lot of weight. <laughs> uh, it's a lot of pressure, um, and you know, it's pressure that's being put on me. You know, about the studios, and and uh, but it's also pressure I'm putting on myself because I'm a huge Star Wars fan as well, and you know, even bigger fan of the music from those films. So, you know, it's I'm actually having to write a score that. Um, will impress me as a fan. And that's right. almost how I thought about it the entire yeah. time. It's like, I need to make sure that every note I put on the page is something that I would be interested in hearing and would be impressed by because, uh, so I just use myself as a star Wars fan It's sort of the litmus test for whether or not it, you know, held up. And, uh, you know, and then of course I also, you know, I mean, we're, we're dealing with a franchise that has billions of existing fans and, you know, they're very vocal, so you know i can see what people are saying online you know before the game comes out and i can, I can see what the expectations are and you know so yeah there's certainly a lot of pressure um <laughs> I, I, the the way i sort of you know was able to handle it was to boil it down to essentially what i was saying before it's just write what i would want to hear yeah because absolutely. i'm a star wars fan what if, if they had a different composer what would i expect from them
0: you know, exactly. and what
1: would disappoint me or what would impress me? It's like I have to make sure that every note that's going on the page is something that, as a fan, I would be impressed by. So, was, uh, you know, I, I challenged myself. <laughs> I think that's how I sort of got through it. Well, I, think <laughs> you you know? I mean, there were definitely, you know, yeah.
0: yeah, you, did such an amazing, because, yeah uh-huh. you did such an amazing job. I think it was incredible how you, I mean, oh, these, thanks. these games come to life in their own way and still feel part of the universe, so it's really fantastic. that's cool that's great thank you <laughs> um so kind of looking at your process overall maybe not even specific to games but incorporating tv or game or tv or film um i always like to ask composers kind of where does the first note come from i mean where do you normally start on a project to kind of coax that first idea out of your head do you like to kind of read the script Do you like to look at images from the film do you like to talk to the director kind of what is your process in that in that regard?
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, with with Battlefront 2, um, I started from from Iden Versio's main theme, and this was sort sort of something we decided together, myself and with uh, you know the, the developers and EA, um, because we wanted to make sure that the main character had an iconic theme and something that could hold up with. You know, like a, an Imperial March theme or right, a The Force right. theme or something along these lines. You know, it needed, they wanted something that was as singable, as memorable, uh, uh, that could become as iconic as those themes. So that was the starting point. And uh, so I had scripts, you know, for the storyline so I could, you know, understand exactly who she was as a character. And, you know, we went back and forth quite a bit, you know, sort of, you know, I'd give them. You know, 10 themes at once, like, listen to all of these, what do you think? Is there a favorite here? And, you know, then we sort of just hone it in and, you know, find something that everyone was happy with. And then I, I started to develop a score around that. And that was sort of the uh, the anchor for the, the beginning of the process um, was Aiden's theme. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: well, that's fantastic. I mean, I think, yeah, I think some anchor, having themes as the anchor and just kind of branching, you know, them- thematic variation, you know, I think that's really a yeah. w- wonder way, wonderful way to approach it. <laughs> um,
1: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I think for Aiden is about, you know, it's a, you know, it's a a, a theme like John would write, like, you know, as a an A and a B section and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. It could be really short, but there's probably about 40 minutes worth of music, that is just variations on Aiden's theme. So yeah. it, it actually did get a lot of mileage and go through quite a few, uh, you know, variations, that type of thing.
0: Yeah, I love so. what he did with uh, with Ray's theme. I think Ray's theme was such a beautiful thing. Yeah. And then how he kind of... What, yeah, likewise. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, um, to yeah. to kind of wrap things up, I always like to ask composers this question as well. Um, if uh, and this question is kind of meant to just kind of see what kind of playground you want, to, you would want to play in. If you could score any movie ever made, pretending the original score never existed, <laughs> which film would you choose?
1: <laughs> That's a good question. Um, I mean, it's, it it almost seems silly to say but it would probably be star wars. Yeah, so well, there you go. <laughs> um you know I mean it's, it's my favorite film franchise of all time. I mean I grew up on it. It's it's you know it's it's a huge part of who I am. It's part of my DNA. I mean you know I still have my you know star wars action figures from when I was you know 4 years old and um so yeah I mean it would that would be it's no brainer answer. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> it would be hope, yeah, a new hope and new hope
0: is the the one. <laughs> Star Wars episode. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Oh,
1: actually, you know, if you want to, if you want to put me to picking a specific, I'd probably say *Empire Strikes Back*. There I you think go. That's okay. my favorite of <laughs> yeah. the, the series. But um, <laughs> that would be it. But you know, he did such a great job. Oh, I, you yeah. Know, of course. I would be scared to take that challenge on. <laughs> well, um, you
0: took that challenge but... in some way, and I think he succeeded yeah, <laughs> immensely. Yeah. So, uh, cool. Gordy, thank I want to thank you so much for your time today. It was such a great pleasure to, to chat and kind of pick your brain. Yeah, for a my bit. pleasure. And, thank uh, you. Congrats on on the success of the game. It comes out uh, next Friday or whenever, the 17th if you're listening to this after that. So, (laughs) um, So yeah, and I hope we get to do this again sometime.
1: Awesome. Thanks so much. I appreciate it.